0: All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Broken Spaceship. I'm Duke, as always. Uh, I'm Luda. I'm Shmod. Is Tupac here? T- go, no, he's gone. Oh, All
1: right. Well, we, we, have a have a, we have a guest on oh. this podcast. Mist, um, introduce yourself.
2: Yo, yo, I'm Mist. Um, yeah, happy to be here. The podcast. Yo, yeah. <laughs> So listen, I was on a few episodes. That is true. Yes, that is true. Pretty yes, swag. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. heard
3: about
1: it. In my chat. A lot of things happened in the what? last week, just not even in the NBA world, just in the general uh, sphere of the world. In general, just a, a bunch of things have happened. sphere of the world. Take that, Flat Earthers. <laughs> sphere of the world. Right. The globe. Who you mean? Take that, Kyrie. The map. Um, the first thing that you happened, that I think it was time. literally, I think, I think it was actually the day of the last part, or maybe like the day after. Um, news, eight people killed at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis. Oh. That happened last week on like Thursday or Friday. Um, that was just that? after we, we heard about um, Dante the 13-year-old. Wright. We heard about Dante Wright. We heard about the shooting in Tennessee. Like I think I saw a number. It was like one hundred and fifty people have died in mass shootings just in twenty twenty one. We are I think not even four months a
0: into the day year. Day of shootings in a row. Like people it are just posted Like
1: and meanwhile, I think the Derek Chauvin trial is still going on, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, they they had closing
1: arguments right uh, now. Like, that is very tough. Um, like it's crazy that things, these kind of things, still happen in America at this point, where there's just
0: yeah, and I'm pretty sure I heard massive a of amount
1: of gun violence. About,
3: like, everyone is saying, "Oh, justice for these guys, justice for these guys," but we've been saying it for so long, but yet we haven't seen any change. Like, yeah,
0: whatsoever. exactly. I mean, we it's we've been going been on. Ju- for blank justice for
3: blank, but there's been
0: no justice for whatever you put in that blank. We can't just keep saying it, but then never act on it. Um.
1: Yeah. Like just a few days after that happened, um, they passed a bill or something in Texas that like it basically just allows anyone. I think we just need like legal requirements, like age and stuff. You don't need a license. You don't need any test. You don't need any class. You can just go into the store, buy a gun, use it, have it out. It doesn't matter. You won't be charged or anything. I'm actually not going to be any And that is right after we've seen 150 people die from mass shootings alone. Man.
2: Yeah, that just takes isolated incidents out of the picture. I mean. Isolated incidents, you might even double
1: that number. Yeah, easily. Um, on top of that, as we could probably go into NB, MB- oh yeah, see, jury deliberation begins in Derek Chauvin's murder trial. It begins, like this, it started in May, and it's been almost a year. and We still haven't gotten any justice for George Floyd. Um, Prosecution began closing arguments in the Derek Chauvin trial today by describing in detail George Floyd's last moments, crying out for help and surrounded by strangers as Chauvin pressed his knee into Floyd for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. That's still ridiculous. That man had his knee on a man's neck, unable to breathe for almost 10 minutes. It's all on video. The fact this man still hasn't been charged. Is or um, convicted, not charged. Convicted is
0: ridiculous. Something about that that I really stood out to me was the fact that uh, I believe the defense's argument was that Floyd died of of carbon monoxide poisoning due to the car exhaust, him being positioned directly in front of the car exhaust, and not George Floyd's knee or and not Derek Chauvin's knee killing him. My question is. Who put him in that position to be inhaling that carbon monoxide?
1: And it was um
2: Derek Chauvin. Chauvin, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you, you can't you can't like you can't excuse that. Like yeah, I, don't, I just no... don't see a point. Out like I, I I weirdly feel like sometimes I feel like in these types of cases I just feel like oh maybe he was trying to not do anything. That no, it was very clear in the situation that. He was, was entire-
1: like he was there. You could see Joe, like Floyd yeah. just trying to get a breath of air,
2: and they just yeah woke. not not even like like it, it's not even like he was trying to run away. It's not even like he was trying to flee for his own safety. It was just yeah he needed breath like the the basic human thing that we need to and breathe. Not only
1: was not not only was it Derek Chauvin right there doing it, but like when people tried to like go up to him and help him, like. There was other cops right there to just stop them from trying to save a man who was clearly being killed in front of them. But I think those cops should also be put at major fault because that's kind of yeah. Well,
0: on a brighter
1: note, it's two of our hosts' birthday. Oh yeah, that is wow. Mal actually didn't show up for his birthday. That's crazy. What a lame man. Birthday. Did he leave this way? <laughs> Did he leave? Oh, no, he's right here. Everyone left. Okay, no, Muggs just never showed up, actually. Oh, yeah, he didn't. But <laughs> it also is Pluto's birthday. Um, happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Pluto. Yeah. Happy birthday, Muggs. We'll try to get Muggs on the podcast. Um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully he's been joined. Some... to Ludor. Oh, yeah, it is Ludor's birthday. Yeah, he's been on Ludor. a tear. He's been on a tear lately. Yes.
0: Uh, let me pull up his stats in the last like couple games. Um, he put up 26, and then right after that, put up 25. He had 29 yesterday, shooting five hey, from three. Don't, don't bring up any stats past his first 20 point game, okay? <laughs> don't don't bring don't, them
1: before up. Before that, 20 on uh, the day before that, he had a 26 point game. Before that, he had 42 on Utah, um, which is insane, considering he's not really a shot creator or anything. He's just shooting these catch-and-shoot shots. He's only 22 as well, which is crazy. He's averaging 14 this year. Good defender on the perimeter.
0: Um, This month, in the four games he's played in the month of April, Dort is 51% from the field, 55% from three. 28 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists a game.
1: In, in general, though, this year, he's been pretty inefficient. Well, being able to guard your team's best score. Exactly. He's, he's a great defender. That's a really good um player to have next to Shea. Like, you have this and then Shea. And then um, there's small forward right now. um, Is he not the small Ken forward? Kenrich Williams. Is he small forward? I think he's a shooting guard, though. It might be him. Yeah, small, he's a shooting guard.
0: Uh, shooting guard. We're starting Rich Williams. Ken...
1: Ken we're talking about sure
0: the pelicans at
1: one point i think we're talking about the thunder oh yeah. kenrich williams is their small forward they have um baisley? power forward Powerful. baisley and Muggs, then their center Muggs, is happy birthday mugs either poku or horford or moses brown they just be running people in mugs is here yeah. happy birthday mugs happy, oh,
2: happy, birthday,
0: birthday, happy birthday mugs very birthday mugs Hey, no, you can't, can't call him a bastard in the pod.
2: Come on, too Hey, yeah,
3: going to get desponsored. Oh no, <laughs> We're losing it. our G Fuel sponsor. No, We're losing
2: our G Fuel sponsor. Not the G Fuel sponsor. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Great reference. We've <laughs> already had the podcast How, how will
3: we make money off Raid Shadow Legends now? It's all we make fault. zero pennies. Don't, don't tell
2: them that.
0: Tupac, we've already I'll had be, the podcast shut down feel once.
3: again. who started that, Tom? I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. I really wonder.
1: I blame Samad. What? I, I didn't SMOD. do anything. But what are you talking about?
3: It's all your fault. You, you bring hmm. up the topics. I blame you.
0: What topics though? Every, Every single You See, I kind
3: of didn't expect it to get this.
0: Wrestling. wrestling. We're all thinking about wrestling. That. Oh, wrestling.
3: We all talk about wrestling. We'll talk Nothing about happened. Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, we all
0: want
1: all oh, talk no, about no. the 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 um, uh, Jake Paul and Jake Ben oh, Askren yeah, fight. <laughs>
2: Rage. No. Rage. No, listen, that was the most disappointing fight i've that seen,
1: was like. crazy they no, bro got knocked God. in the first round didn't even like seconds i last was like, like so ready seconds.
2: to watch that for like half an hour and it was over in two minutes i was so disappointed like yeah it was a good fight for the first two minutes the only two minutes it wasn't even was, so i wanted you. i wanted more you want it, yeah, for sure. Was huh? in two minutes. I mean,
1: ben, ben just sat there like 30 30 seconds. I made five hundred thousand dollars in 30 seconds, man. <laughs> <Uh-oh>, <laughs> your money.
3: Sorry if I sound like I'm ruining the pot. I am pretty sick right now. Oh, that's uh, you, you sick know, sick your Birthday oh, sickness, pain, too? Man.
1: No way. That's why, tough. Why the hell you are sick. Um, I don't
3: know. Tragic, tragic. It might be like a virus. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe you should have got your shots. You
1: uh speaking of like tragic incidents with the George Floyd thing, uh Scotty Pippen's um son, yeah. Antron, I think it's his first son, died at the age yeah. of thirty three, which is kinda ironic considering that Scotty wore thirty three in the NBA. Um it, didn't he so. die from like, asthma
2: problems? I don't know where he died was, from actually. I think it was all yeah. from the- Lots of health complications, but I'm not sure exactly what it was.
1: Uh, Antron suffered from chronic asthma. and If he hadn't had it, I truly believe he would have made it to the NBA. He never let him. He never let that get him down, though. Antron stayed positive and worked hard. I'm so proud of the man he that he became. It's from Scottie Pippen. Um, that's. Please keep his mom, Karen, and all his family and and friends in your thoughts and prayers. A kind heart and beautiful soul gone away, gone way too soon. I love you, son. Rest easy until we meet again. Um,
2: uh, it's, honestly, that's sad. So very sad. That's, yeah,
1: very that's, sad. A, that's no. a
3: parent's like worst fear. Yeah, that's the biggest fear for. A it parent. should be like your son, be right? like the your child, your, your child the parents, dying, not the child being buried by the
1: parents. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, wait, how old did you say he was?
0: Thirty-three.
1: 33. Just Just, just a dying in yeah, left and right on here. Um, Speaking of MBA stuff. I mean, there's been a lot of injuries, a lot of just.
3: much um, is getting
1: injured. His pain. Yeah, I, I definitely feel bad, bad for bad. Scottie Pippen one hundred percent because. Yeah. This is your son. Like this is a person. Like you, you took care of him for. Half of his life, and he didn't get to live the rest of it out himself, right? Like, half his life was spent, like, half his life is just gone. He won't be able to live it because of health issues and stuff. It's just sad, um, to see, yeah, it. yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of injuries in the NBA lately. We just saw Miles Turner's injury pop up. Um, what was it called? What was injury? Hold on, Katie got injured. Yeah,
2: Katie. Katie, yeah, Katie, Katie also got hurt injury.
1: again, bro. I, mean, I don't,
2: I don't just... actually think he'll be out for very long, KD. Yeah, I I think it was like it was. More, I think it, it was like a thigh condition, which is more or less just a thigh bruise. So yeah. I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know.
1: I don't know. we it's like a week, week like by yeah. week, day by day kind of injury. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fine.
2: I mean, I mean, look. The, I don't think anyone really thought that the Nets were going to have any. I mean, I think a lot of people expected the Nets to have problems during the regular season, but if they're able to iron it out during the playoffs. That's really all. What that's when it comes down to. That's what it comes. Down to, that's, what it comes down to, that's what it'll matter. I mean, hopefully, hopefully look, they. Look, if they the don't. Nets are fully healthy in the playoffs, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They're going to make the final. They're pretty much going to make the finals, no question.
3: Uh, unless they choke. Uh, unless they choke it's or get injured. Please, the well, bead.
1: That team just has so much talent. Like You have Harden, who's one of the best guards in the NBA. You have KD, who, when healthy, is arguably the best scorer in the NBA. Like His size, his ability to shoot over any defender, his ability to put the ball on the floor and just create his own shot is second to none. Um, We also saw Pacers center Miles Turner has a partial tear of planter plate in the great toe of his right foot. Is out indefinitely. So we were talking about this right before we started the pod. Um, Just it's hard to see because this team has potential. They've been dealing with injuries all year. Um, They have nice players. Isn't Dinwiddie
2: supposed to come back for
3: playoffs or no? For that, I don't think think he
2: back. He might I think he might. I think he would only likely end up coming back like right at the end. But he'll probably try just to like have. And that's if even more he, if he comes back, that'd be amazing for him. But even if he doesn't, it's not going to affect their title chances that much because he's gonna, they're still going to be so good. He, I don't think Dinwiddie would be the break, the make or break point for them. I mean, yeah. well, obviously, it could be, but I don't think it would be very likely. Um, yeah, they're still losing the Lakers. It's you
3: see the Pacers, they've been doing the <laughs> this
1: entire year. That too. Um, Turner, he just got hurt, he's gonna be out for a while. At that point, we just talked about it before the pod, that whole Pacers team just kind of centers around Turner's ability to protect the paint, just be able to be a paint presence, which they don't really have because Sabonis is a pretty below-average defender. They don't really have anyone else. He's awful. Goga hasn't been getting a lot of minutes. um, but he's, he's, He's a nice paint presence, Goga, but he just hasn't had minutes. He's playing like 11 minutes a game this year. Um, I don't know if he's
0: capable of getting the many minutes.
1: Yeah, he could definitely step up. You could see some young star potential out of him if he can fill the role. What the Turner has, the Turner's injuries opened up for him. He just doesn't get a lot of minutes. If he can like thrive in the minutes and just be a defensive anchor, nice score on the outside, um, offensive side. That's really all they need. They don't need anything crazy from him in general. Um. Just a paint presence would help him.
3: So let's talk about this. Indefinitely usually means like basically like a month or something, right? It's like what? a month, like the season.
1: Indefinitely, we don't know you actually, because indefinitely just means until further analysis. We'll know how much he's hurt, mm-hmm. how right, long he's been out for. So yeah, but I think could make
2: the playoffs.
1: Oh yeah, that puts the playoff hopes in actual question.
2: Yeah, because if they go, I mean, well, I don't know the same right off the top of my head. I'm going to check them in a the second. But I'm if they go lose most of the rest of the season and they go like, and if they just go ab- play absolutely poorly, they're, they, and they miss the playoffs. That's going to be really bad. Right now, they're sitting at nine seed. Uh, they're two games behind the Hornets. And then it, it's really... like, at this point, it's an uphill battle for them because they, they, I think, I, I think at this point, they're like, they're, they've got a pretty solid shot at the play in, but there's, two there are three teams behind them who are all exactly three teams three games behind them Indeed. uh the raptors bulls and wizards and i could see all three of those teams going on a tear and they're sitting at the, they're sitting at nine right now but that I don't know if the, I don't know how long that'll hold. Yeah well, and the Pacers
1: are on a two-game losing streak right now. Raptors are on a three game win streak and Wizards are on a four game win streak right now. You can easily see a lot of movement in that section. You can see the Pacers just fall out of it completely. This Bulls They're team has been kind of disappointing since um, Vucevic trade, but I think if they can get well, situated... Well, Levine
0: got injured. Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah, Levine Levin Levin did get hurt The Pacers lacking that rim protection. The thing is, the Bulls and the Wizards also severely lack that. Vucevic is a bad liability on defense. Yeah, he is. And
2: who, Even though who he locked
0: up beat for no for reason. Anymore?
2: Well, I mean, at um, least with a guy like Vucevic, at least you're getting experience. Like, when you look when you look at Goga, he's, what, a second, third player? I think he's a second-year player. Second year. That's, not, that's not when when it's coming down to the end of the season. you got, like, five games left, and you need wins. You need stops at the end of games. I would much rather go to Vucevic over Goga because I want Vucevic because I just know he, I, I can trust him, I think, just a bit more to actually know what to do. Goga does not have that experience, and that's probably going to cost them.
1: Yeah, I think a major problem with the um, Bulls lineup is without Levine, your, Vucevic is your main scorer. Of course, he lacks on the defense completely. And then your other big man is Lori Markkinen. Like, that's even less defense at that point. So you lack rim protection. I guess you have Patrick Williams, who's a great defender. Um, Vucevic would have to step up offensively in the absence of Levine, who this season's having an incredible year. Um, Kobe Woods also a defensive liability. Is he I, I don't really pay attention to his defense. I just know yeah. he's inefficient. I mean though.
2: he's not a he's not, I wouldn't necessarily say defensive liability, but I mean it, it could definitely be close. I mean he's just not really a positive or I think he, he doesn't
0: provide defensive enough. liability. The only guy in that light up boot really does is Patrick, Patrick Williams here.
1: Yeah. Um that's the only guy they have, and that's that's Where's gonna be tough. For you? is, when you're trying to make a playoff push. And all you have is Patrick Williams defending for you. Like, yeah, Vucevic is a great player. He did have somewhat of a rough start with Chicago, but of course he's been back on it a little bit. Great shooter, great all that, but he doesn't have any defense. And missing Levine, that takes you're going to need defense to because you're lacking so much offense at this point. Um, Bulls, the Bulls' defense is ranked twentieth according to points
2: allowed. Um. Well, I mean, that's exactly why I drafted Patrick Williams. I mean, I, obviously at that point, mm-hmm. at four, it was a surprise. But looking back, it was exactly what they needed. And if they're going to be trying to get a playoff spot in three years, he's going to be a huge, it's going to be a huge impact for them. And especially kind of in that draft where, like, you knew the big three, and that was pretty solidified. And then once it kind of came out of there, or once you were kind of after those big three Lamello, Edwards and Wiseman, there was really like well, there was a lot of ambiguity. Like, oh, could it could it be this guy? Maybe he could come up to four. And then I guess no one really expected it to be Patrick Williams, but it ended up being him. So I mean, yeah, I guess that was just kind of the big surprise of the draft. But I mean, yeah, I guess that's when you're looking back with the with just a bit of hindsight it was a huge need for them going into the draft defense because, obviously, they had Levine, Kobe White. No one really ever thinks or no one has really thought that Markman's a great defender. And now that they have, um, instead of Wendell Carter Jr., they have Vucevic, it's clear that defense is a huge need for them. So go to the best defensive guy available, uh, you get Patrick Williams. And it's looking like maybe not a steal, but it's looking like the right pick for sure.
1: Yeah, I think also... Looking at this lineup, I could definitely see Lori being traded in the offseason this year just based on like the needs and the fit for this team. It just doesn't make sure it makes sense having Lori in the lineup because he's such a defensive liability. And with Vucevic next to you, you, you definitely want more of an anchor next to him.
0: Marketing and spacing isn't needed with a guy who can space like Vucevic and, exactly too. Uh, yeah. and a very good, efficient player and Levitin in the backcourt. Yeah, well, I like just... how
3: with Raptors you were saying please lose so we get a good pick. Now you and guys now have we're on a three to make game, the
1: game win <laughs> streak. Now gonna, we have a chance to make the playoffs and be a first round exit. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make the playoffs. <laughs> Can we just fall a little bit, please? Please lose every game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we
3: won the finals. Think like, of like uh... Pacers. Pacers schedule is kind of like
1: simple. For no, but we did play Next pretty good teams. Like our last two wins have been against like the Thunder and Magic. So I mean. We're facing the Nets. We're yeah. so going yeah. to lose that one,
3: and then we're facing Earth, um... Thunder, Pistons, Magic, Trailblazers, Blazers, and Nets. Then they face Thunder, Wizards, Kings, Hawks, Wizards, Cavs, Sixers, Bucks, Lakers, Raptors.
1: Chris Boucher is so
2: underrated, man. i thirty one. Chris Boucher just cost Chris Boucher and Chris Finch cost me my fantasy playoff spot. I was I I lost by seven points. If Chris Boucher didn't have six threes on just some random Sunday, I'd be in the fantasy playoffs right now, and I'm extremely disappointed. If Chris Finch played Anthony Edwards for the last four minutes of that game on Sunday night versus the Clippers, he might have had seven fantasy points. I might have made the playoffs. I'm extremely disappointed by that. That is tough. I think Boucher. Really I, had the most most fantasy points, I had the second most points in the league. Let's that find was a game,
1: game where Boucher had that ridiculous style. I need to find it. Need to find. I think we lost in that game too. Um, let me find it. Like um, the Thunder
3: on a ten-game losing streak
1: against the Chicago Bulls. Like on the eighth against the Bulls, he had thirty-eight points, nineteen <laughs> rebounds, shot 58-43-87 splits. Like that's just ridiculous. And he just had thirty-one shooting six for nine from three. Like, he's really like. I made this comparison lad. like, before this season began. I made the comparison between him and a, a, like, a skinnier, less paint, protect, like, a less of a, like, a less strong, less, a more lanky Serge Ibaka type of guy. And he's averaging two blocks. I think I saw a stat on Twitter or IG where it was like he has the most block threes this season. Like, he just goes out there just with this long, lanky
2: um,
1: frame and can just block threes. Um.
2: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Mitchell Robinson. It's just like offensively, they're the exact opposite. Or like, I guess Robinson's a bit more of a paint presence. He catches lobs and stuff. Uh, and, then you got, um, and then you got Boucher, who can step out a bit more. So, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting team. I think
2: Boucher doesn't really fit
1: the timeline at the same time, him being only I mean, 20.
2: Him being I have a big question with, with, the, with, the, with, the, with your, you as the Raptors. What, what is the timeline? Is it like when when is the ideal time to contend for that team? And honestly, I have no idea because I, I it could be your, your contending window could be in 10 to 15 years. It could be in two to three years because I don't necessarily feel like Looking you guys like this have a team. A lot
1: of our guys are just like right outside their peak years. Like Gary Trent, he's 22. Van Vliet's 26. Siakam's 26. OG is like 24, 20, 23. Uh, we just traded Powell for Trent, which clearly shows that we're not on a trajectory to try to make the playoffs next year or anything. We're trying to build this team. Next, maybe five years, we could see a playoff berth. Um, we could possibly move Boucher to a team that's contending next in this offseason. Um, well, well, yeah, maybe. he's
2: got a good contract to do that. Uh, we'll think, take Boucher. Like, what ten million around there? We we'll take Boucher, I think anyone, anyway, every every team would like Boucher. A guy like Boucher would fit on a team like we just mentioned, the Bulls. Right. Yeah, that would sure. be, he'd, be, he'd be a great guy to actually have. Just kind of like. I like just like I guess like a guy you can just play at any point. Like, oh, you need you're going up against a really good wing team, a wing heavy team that doesn't really have a big body in the paint. Play Boucher; he can get you those blocks outside at the end. Of the game. And then you can also throw Vucevic in there, but Boucher can kind of give you just a bit extra help on that end.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Um, you'd probably be running Boucher at power forward in the lineup. So you would have um, – it might be a trade center on Lari. I'm not really – I'm just trying to think how it would work. But we would see, like, a lineup of Kobe White, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Chris Boucher, and Vucevic. Like, we've seen Chris Boucher's main downfall on his play is his inability to really rebound well and consistently. And, I mean, um, Vucevic really is a great rebounder.
0: He needs a walking double-double. Shots. What? He's not really like big enough to play good, solid post defense. Yeah, that's so why you would run him at power four.
1: Vucevic would be able to somewhat be a big body. It wouldn't be the most ideal, but I think it would help them with their rim protection needs. Just overall defense
0: that they would need on that team. I feel like he'd be good on the Blazers, because Nurkic is a big body in the post, but can't really do much else. And Boucher is mobile, but is a liability in the post. And Boucher can
1: in really space. It. For Dame, yeah. CJ, you just put him in the wing corner. And I mean, he's just so long and tall, he'll just shoot it over
0: you. Pause.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, honestly, weirdly enough, he kinda reminds me of Siakam in that way. Just a bit taller and I guess a bit lanker. But like kinda like I remember one, the thing I noticed big about the Raptors twenty nineteen title run was like when you when Siakam played, he was really like but he he just did not have a huge ball handling, like that was not his job. His job was not to ball handle, his job was to go and get open shots off of passes from Kawhi, off of passes from Kyle Lowry. And then once he got that, on defense, his job would be to play amazing defense. And once they were doing that, that's exactly how they got to the title. Then once Kawhi left, he got a bit more of the ball handling duties, and it just was not good for him because – Yeah, he showed off a
1: lot of his weaknesses um, as a player, you know. The way he ran last year, you could see a lot of him, a lot of the Raptors trying to run him as if he was a, like a Giannis type of guy, and it, it tanked his efficiency, it tanked his ability to, um, effectively score. You know, he took almost three times more three point shots, more shots inside, just a lot of bad jumpers. We saw the spinning memes, just him spitting a blot. Spinning guy, of course.
0: He's, he's trying never taken to that title create.
1: From and he's he's trying to create for himself
2: and it, it hasn't been very effective. Um, that's that's just that's just not the game that Siakam plays and obviously that's fine. I mean, like NBA players they excel at their specific things. So if he doesn't if he doesn't need to create shots, then he shouldn't be creating shots. Like for example, uh, Mitchell Robinson, he's not a shot creator. That's fine. Pascal Siakam, he's just not a shot creator, and that's fine. But. You got to get him the guys around him who can create the shot form. Once you do that, you got a very, you've got a very good team, and that's what I think. That's more or less what made the Raptors team so special.
1: Yeah, I think and, we um, saw it a lot in his um, uh, his most improved player season, where he was extremely efficient. He shot like over fifty percent from the field. He He's really nice off ball that year, but over time they've been trying to with the uh, when we lost Kawhi, that was our main scorer. That was the main a major part of our, like, a major piece of our scoring. and Siakam had to try to take that load. So he had to become a lot more on-ball, a lot, and it took a lot of his, like, like, um value away because he's just doing things that he's not really suitable for doing. I remember um, when
0: they were comparing him to Simmons and Tatum?
1: I mean, yeah, that's because he was playing at that level, to be honest. They were all playing on a similar level.
0: Yeah, like, point...
3: 2019 and 2020, Seattle was really good, but this year he just hasn't been like that well.
1: He's been alright. He just can't, I don't know what happened to him. He just lost all of his three-point touch. He's about the same efficiency outside of there. Um, I don't know. It's just weird to see that because he was on such an upward trajectory and then you just see him completely fall off. Not that he fall off, but the trajectory kind of
2: plateau which wasn't expected well Not i mean i think be honest uh... well i mean i just think like was well, something that kind of made Siakam's 2019 that was his most improved player year i think that year that what made him so good there was just because Kawhi leonard was taking so much attention from the defense and exactly. once you have all that at- attention from the defense it gets you it gets you open shots but when all the defensive attention focuses on you it just makes it that much harder. And once you can't, when, once that attention is there from the defense, you're screwed. You can't just do much. You just, there's just not much more you can do.
1: Yeah, that season in 2019, Kawhi's usage rate was 30 and Siakam's was 21. And the next season, I think Siakam went up to 28 and with, with missing Kawhi. Siakam had to take up the ball. And it, you definitely saw just overall performance from him decrease in general. Um, but it also gave way, like, missing Kawhi gave way to see people like Norman Powell just step up as a scorer. Um, He was averaging, he was just a bucket, like a consistent 20 when he was starting. Um, It's just, Siakam doesn't really fit with the, Siakam doesn't fit being a main scorer in that offense. Yeah, he's not, like,
3: he's not meant to be, like, the star. Exactly. He's, like, second or third would be good. But the star is, like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't really – I don't see Raptors contend for a while, so they might have to probably blow the team up. Just I would
1: see it, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, get a lot of picks, yeah. get some draft assets. Great. Like, Trey I mean, Siakam, Trey tra-
2: Lowry. A trade idea. Yeah. Tra- idea I had a while ago was I think it was something along the lines of you take, you take Siakam, right, because I think he's going to be the number one guy you move. If you're gonna start the rebuild, and I think the, the, the main destination that I found for him that would be really insane is the Warriors, and I think it makes sense. I think the trade something it was something along the lines of you give up Ubre you in a sign and trade, and that gets most of the salary there. You give up the Timberwolves pick, and then I think you just have to give up some more salary filler. And the if that Timberwolves pick is sitting around like four or five going into the draft. I think that would make sense for both sides. What do you yeah, think? definitely
1: about? on a draft night trade. If we, if the Warriors were interested in Siakam, they would definitely do something with Oubre, and then that if to, if they get the pick right because it's protected, the Timberwolves, pick, the Timberwolves so. would have to fall out of the top three. So a lot of things would have to go right for that trade to occur. But it's definitely a possibility. I would love the fourth pick or fifth pick next to what we would have like a seven near seven eight pick. So we have a nice duo right there in the draft if that's possible and the Warriors like... that makes a lot of sense because you have scorers you have the scorer Curry you have off-ball people like um, uh, Klay Thompson you have a central defensive guy who can also play make very well like Draymond Green Siakam just fit as another piece of the puzzle to help that Warriors team contend it would definitely be a good trade I don't know
0: how it will go but It'd be possible. Um, this is completely random. I just thought of this. Yeah. Would a deal centered around the Sixers giving up Tobias Harris and some other stuff to get Demar?
2: Demar like the
0: Spurs. Oh
2: yeah. The thing Dude. is with that trade, I just don't. Th- I just don't think you give up Tobias Harris and that much more to get DeMar, because I don't think he's that much of an upgrade, especially when you have Embiid and Simmons already. You have shooting liabilities left and right. You don't need to add DeMar to that. The
0: thing is, we talk about shooting liabilities, liabilities, but the main thing here is that the Sixers need half-court playmaking, and DeMar brings that.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you can always get that in other places. Obviously, you could have gotten that, which I think it's pretty disappointing that they didn't try and get on that. I would I would have loved to see that if they were able to get Lowry, but even I mean, Chris
0: Paul a few years ago they could have went after, but they didn't. Um I do think they need to get rid of Harris. It's not it's nothing against him. I just don't think he fits well with Embiid having two post players in the front court like that and a guy who doesn't space in Simmons.
2: Well, I mean I mean I actually disagree. I think I I think I disagree with pretty much everything you said. I think the thing with Simmons is not that he doesn't space. Is that he can be anywhere on the court and he can have an impact because if he has the ball in his hands, he can get it to very many places. And if you give him a bit of a driving lane, and you just get the you just get a bit of a lane for him, then yeah, he can pretty much score pretty easily. And then with Tobias Harris, he's not actually. I've watched a few Sixers. Really hasn't been that much of a post dominant player this year. He's more. He's gotten a bit to. He's gotten a bit to out of his comfort zone. He's gotten a bit to. He's more or less been playing small forward. I mean, obviously. I mean, he's been playing power forward technically, but he's really been playing a small forward role, where he's shooting threes, he's taking jump shots, and he's doing a bit of like the secondary ball handler duties, and it's working super well for them. So if if they keep this team, and I mean, they maybe make some upgrades on the bench, or they find another really good guy to replace Danny Green, they get a, I guess just get another shooter there. I think that would make it, this that would make the Sixers really hard to beat in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I have some confidence
1: oh. in them over time if they can, because we've seen it. We've known them as a choking team in the playoffs. They always have this edge. Have this um, like
3: they always get a regular season, but something always happens in the playoffs. Right? They
1: have this hype behind them as a possible contender, and then just something happens. Kawhi shot in Game nice. Seven. Embiid injuries. And last Embiid, year. yeah, just
3: I thought injury. I thought it was Simmons injury last year.
1: Hey, but I'm talking about uh, the Kawhi season. I think Embiid was suffering something. Oh
3: yeah. Last year, yeah, yeah. Simmons was
1: out for a little bit. Leading off current stuff, um, NBA Central always be posting like these, um, like they just posted this one where it said, Gary Payton declares LeBron is by far better all-around player than Michael Jordan. Um, all-around being rebounding, defense, playmaking, scoring, shooting, all that. I would agree because I think LeBron's a better, I mean, not a better defender, a better um, playmaker, a better rebounder, a better three point shooter. But I think Jordan gets just about everything else, to be honest. But I don't think pure scoring ability, I think if LeBron really put his head down and tried to score a lot, I think he could almost go toe to toe with Jordan
2: yeah and I mean, I guess when you look at the goat debate, obviously, I guess we're gonna get into that just for a bit. I mean the, we don't the, have to I mean the one just the one thing that I think is like the, the big tip the big like the the big thing that you just can't take off Jordan is what if he played two to three more seasons and he just never retired or he never took no, those, went to baseball if he never took those intermediate retirements, I would not be surprised if he won it, if he went eight no. Like that, that would be completely possible, and yeah. if it did happen, there would be no question that he's the goat. Which is obviously, obviously, he did do it, and we can't change history. But just the fact that he might have been able to do that, I think you have to. I, I just don't think there's any way LeBron can be the goat until he's matched double the appearances, like title appearances, that like Jordan has had. That, that, that's why um, I had. It. Jordan would that's also. LeBron we also don't
1: there. know how long, like, how Jordan's longevity would be if he played those years, right? If he would start going on a downfall earlier, if that 98, 96, 97, 98 kind of run. If that would have been a run. Happened. We would not know because Jordan, like, he got a rest. He got a major break um, twice. He got major break periods. um, I don't know. it's just a lot of hypotheticals bringing that stuff up. I think generally an all-around player. I think LeBron is better. Success, accolades, Jordan wins that. Um, longevity
2: is and LeBron. I mean, David, I mean Jordan. Jordan takes that for sure. I don't think anyone's debating that at this point. Yeah. Peak probably goes to
1: Jordan, but longevity, of course, is LeBron. He goes to yeah, um, as LeBron still is playing on an All NBA level. Oh, at the age of thirty-seven, his seventeenth, eighteenth year. Since
3: the age of eighteen, yeah, so he raced before he got injured.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of hypotheticals when you start bringing up retirement and what possibly could have happened. It's a lot of, well, this could also happen, or what if what if this happened, or what if he tried to fix this? M-
3: what oh, in 01 is, about is about that MJ going to Washington? He went to LA.
1: That's not.
3: You know, fun. he could be a Kobe. He could be Shaq. Oh my God. So Actually, be that would have be been no fit. It. There
1: would be no fit in that team at all. Me, me. When, okay, Kobe 40 or year old go, Kobe oh with young. 40 year old Jordan with no, young Kobe? Saying, 40, Kobe. 40 year old Jordan with young Kobe. To yeah,
3: like... you know, Kobe could just teach
1: MJ. To fuck yourself. So. <laughs> Too to bug the Kobe stand back at it again. Oh my God! Kobe. Kobe's gonna teach. Twenty-something-year-old Kobe's gonna teach forty-year-old MJ.
3: Oh God. Uh, yeah, but I mean that that team would be cool. One of them could just go, like go like small and yeah, stuff. but now no, I, great. Have I have Kobe
0: learned something.
2: Derek Fisher, best best yeah. point guard in the NBA history, worst Knicks coach in NBA history.
0: Kobe retired in 2015 16. Now imagine Kobe stayed around for a couple more years and entered into free agency in the year of 2018. Yeah, imagine he entered into so basically if he never entered
2: 2018 free agency, he could go to the Kings and De'Aaron Fox no. would teach him how to be better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> De'Aaron Fox would teach Kobe.
2: Go to the Knicks and learn from RJ Barrett. <laughs> yes. yes. RJ not- wasn't even drafted uh-huh. yet.
1: Yeah. If RJ got like Mentored by Kobe? That'd be nice as hell. I mean, Miami, well, I, I remember. Seeing, nice. I remember
2: seeing um I think it was an I was listening to a Nick's broadcast and it was it was this thing that so Julius Randle, he learned this thing from Kobe that basically wherever you go, you find the like a middle school or high school gym and you train there the night when you're at a game. And Randle went to some random gym in Detroit and, and the guy who's going to the gym was like, you know, the last the last time someone came here, it was an NBA player, it was Kobe. So, I mean, that's that kind, of, I kind of like a little ah, story. Me. It's Kobe. Co- oh, Kobe's, Kobe's legacy is one of those. It, it's the There's just like a few players Kobe, MJ, LeBron. Their stories will just live forever. Kareem yeah, probably LeBron. as well. Just legend. No, not that much. Bill
0: Russell. Bill sure. Russell for sure. Kareem and Bill both facing that kind of social adversity. Yeah, yeah. And just, oh, yeah like, back in the 60s. Society, like Wilt too.
1: Bill Russell will, like, Bill Russell's still alive to tell the stories. Um,
0: Bill Russell played in Boston. Like, that's crazy. Um,
1: Off the topic of just other stuff. Yeah, Iverson, Curry, Curry, Iodawa, all those legends. Shams tweeted this somewhere, like, just around when we were going to start the pod. Houston Rockets guard Sterling Brown was the victim of an assault on Sunday night in Miami, the team says. He suffered facial lacerations and will make a full recovery. Um,
2: I'm glad that'll make a full recovery, but that is that that's awful. That's that that terrifying. That brings me back to I think it was it was probably around 2014, maybe Clay Anthony Early. He was leaving a nightclub. He he was forming a, leaving a nightclub and he got shot in the leg. I don't think he played anymore NBA basketball after that. That was it. Was really bad. Uh, I kind of
1: Sterling Brown also faced on the when he was in Milwaukee I think he talked about how he had an incident with the police or something. I'm not sure if it was him. I'm pretty sure it was him because I think it was I think it was brought up during the bubble that he faced it like when everyone was talking about it like it was a major thing everyone was talking about it. I think he brought up the fact that he faced similar things with the police. So Sterling Brown just be going through it. that's tough to see. I hope he recovers fully. I hope he um he, he was playing nice for the uh, Rockets. They just be having random yeah. players, random G League level players, just showing out for them. Like we have see Sean Tate. we've seen um the guy they just brought in. What's his name? Armani Brooks. He just had like a he had like four for four from three. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. was brought up from the G League. Um, Kenyon Martin Jr. Daniel House earlier in his career was brought up from the G League. Like these people are just showing out and sh- shining in the Rockets because they just have so little they talent. Have no opportunity. They just ha- yeah, they get like twenty
2: minutes and to show that they're capable NBA players. Yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of some Knicks teams a while ago. If they had, if you put like a two, two or three young players in there, you and you give them five minutes, boom, bada, bada, bing, bada, boom. They're playing like insanely well.
1: Yeah, they're, they're averaging like 20. Just getting the minutes that they would need. Uh, what else was happening? We, we mentioned Zach Levine was hurt. Curry.
3: We can talk about the Curry man.
1: Curry has been continuously going crazy uh, this season. Any mm. injuries going on?
3: Mm. Only problem they lost the Celtics. God damn it.
1: Let me check. Me yeah, side. Curry just had what, what was it, like forty something and lost, because Tatum had like fifty something, <laughs> or did Tatum have also forty something? Tatum
0: had 80,
1: only nineteen. So. Only nineteen. Nineteen. Yes, In the month mm. of April, Stephen Curry is averaging forty points, almost uh, six point five rebounds, four and mm. a half assists. Shooting 55, 55 49 91 splits, man. Shooting seven for 14 from three. The and doing the splits. You
2: guys, you guys think Curry's gonna be MVP this year? You guys think he'll be MVP? No, I don't know
1: because the record right now is probably the main thing holding them back right now. They, you,
2: you, they, always,
3: they always add in record and Warriors aren't doing good. So they're the ninth seed, 28
1: think. and 29. Jokic is having a historic season as well. While the um. Nuggets are thirty six and twenty. Um, hello.
3: Hey, Signer. Right, Nothing like Seiner the top. Like, appearance. Uh, hello. You finally. Uh, are what are we talking about?
1: Oh, Curry. we started talking about Curry. We were doing it last pod too. Every time we just get on. Because Thursday. Curry does good.
2: I mean, yeah, that's Curry. <laughs> I told you he's gonna lead him in like the like playoffs. Yeah, Curry's one of those guys. You loop them. I mean, you kind of loop them in with MJ, LeBron. Uh, Kobe. Kobe a bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these guys, these guys just had such huge impact on the game. It, it's yeah, incredible. yeah. In terms of influence, it never...
1: might be the most, just to influence the style of play in the NBA completely. Like we've just Warriors started made to make
2: three
3: pointers popular.
1: Look towards analytics. Um, we'd start to like um, the three point shot has become such a necessity in a lineup. Like you need at least like four shooters. If not five, to kind of just have a what you call it a like a good offense. You know what I'm saying? Like the offense. Like look, if you just I was pulling up the Nuggets just to see how their team has been around Jokic, and I mean their lineup is Jamal Murray. He just who just got hurt. Um, wishing him he has a healthy recovery. He was shooting forty one percent from three. Of course, Jokic forty two percent from three. Um. Michael Porter Jr., incredible efficiency this year, shooting 43% from three. Monte Morris is a nice three point shooter. J. Michael Green, Will Barton. All these people, it's just, you need the spacing on an NBA team. It's just, ne- it's like a necessity now.
3: Especially um, if you can't shoot threes, you're not going to be good. You're not going to go that far. Exactly. Yeah, right.
2: well, I, another thing, another thing that I actually, uh, I was talking about it with someone a while ago. I don't remember. I was on locker room. Uh, you guys might know that it's it's an app. It's basically yeah, Clubhouse club for sports nerds. I don't know. It. Basically, it, it's Clubhouse for sports nerds. It's rooms, just kind of like these, um, where people are talking. People can listen. Uh, more or less, pretty simple as that. Basically, so I was on, I was in a locker room with. Something. We were talking about Derrick Rose and kind of his impact on the game, and I and we wondered like if Derrick Rose had never been injured, so much media attention would have been taken away from me. And if that probably could have affected how teams used utilize the three point shot, if Curry, if Curry, if, if Derrick Rose was never injured, that just, it it kind of, it just like, it's a dominoes where it's a domino effect. You tip this domino over, he's not injured. Boom. The three point shot never develops for Curry in the same way that it does. In that, that, that it actually did. And then you just get into the, the domino effect and you come up with a completely different league than what we have to
0: Right. Like now yeah, you just well, see people consistently and Curry could ascend to dominance the same way and render Rose's game completely obsolete. Yeah, that's also completely yeah. possible. Um
3: well, Yeah I mean anything could happen. Well both of those things. that was not only did Rose get injured, but also carries three like no one knows is carries threes. <laughs> Didn't they just no, it's like, say, like, Kevin Love or something. I don't know. What?
1: <laughs> what? Like, it's just brought up for, like, every player who can't shoot. Let's just say Giannis or Ben Simmons. Like, it's always just brought up. What if they could shoot? What if they could shoot? Even though, like, a what decade ago, they away. would not. Yeah. Two decades ago, they would not have needed to shoot at all. They could just thrive.
2: But Yo, now, but it's
1: like, you look at the three-point shot, like, Ben Simmons is scared to shoot a three. And that takes away from... The Sixers ability to really um become um, a, their offense and at their, like, that man. level. Like their their offense has the potential to be second to none if they can get spacing more spacing for Ben because okay oh, yeah.
0: what if Sheck could shoot? If well, Shek I mean would never lose. That'd
2: be insane. That'd be insane. I mean another thing I I, I personally wonder is like everyone says like, oh, what if Giannis could what would Ben Simmons could shoot. What if Giannis developed like one of the best floaters in the end Like, what if he, what if he developed like, like, a, like a really good, like a really good fadeaway midrange or like, like or a really nice step back post game where he can hit midrange jumpshot. He Not, does doesn't even develop
1: post game. Talk about so Giannis like a and Kareem Skyhook I think like they like should both
0: mid-range. come to the Trail Blazers so they can learn from CJ McCollum on how to hit floaters. Facts. <laughs> oh like, my god. But Giannis, just, I mean, if Giannis what? had
1: a consistent post game where he could be dominant in that region where he was like shooting post fades, hooks, just that would add a whole extra thing to his game. Like you don't have to worry about him just running dunk over you. Now you have to worry about him being technical and just footwork on you. Um, so
3: you're saying what if Giannis was Kareem?
2: Well, kind of yes, but like not really because no, but yes. Uh. Yes. Okay, was yeah. very insightful. I mean, I mean, kind of, I mean, I, I guess like if he, but like, more or less just like if he some sort of post game, it doesn't even need to be like a Kareem post game. Like I kind of wonder if he, beca- if he was, instead of being a modern NBA wing, if he was a modern NBA center, like if he, yeah, like, screwed. If, he play, if he tried to play more of a center, because obviously it's the physique for it, no question, but yeah. if he, if he really tried to like learn how to play center, in the modern NBA, oh I really think if the Bucks actually utilized that, it would be scary. That would be that would become such a hard team to be in the playoffs. Giannis at the five, and then you just surround him with good wing defenders and Chris Middleton. That is
1: yeah, really that would scary. be yeah I always think about that or, Bucks team or, just that or, that team you could easily just build a bunch of shooters, a bunch of defenders just around Giannis and run him at the five. And just let him dribble the ball up and stuff? Like, that's Giannis, just...
2: Man. Yeah, it, it becomes so hard to beat at that point. It's kind of like the cheat code that Giannis is. Or um, maybe if they
3: trade him to the Lakers, they do that same strategy, right? And then the world's better play. Oh, uh...
1: It's been,
0: 50, at least Speaking talk of, a
1: book.
0: Speaking of like, shooters around Giannis, I know I've been talking about CJ a lot this podcast, oh God, but this man. <laughs> CJ for Middleton would be very beneficial to both the Blazers and the Bucks. Yeah. What I I CG, posted, look what like I just posted.
1: Look what I just posted.
0: What did you do? No you know way.
1: how EDP? You know how EDP has been in that drama about like the kids shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- there's, no, this, there's this, there's oh. this tweet. It says EDP 445, that's his name on YouTube. 4 plus 4 plus 5 equals 13. Dude has been telling us he likes kids the entire time. Oh Oh my god. Uh, And on the next topic. He got exposed by predator catching channels. There's predator catching channels? Oh my god. that's, That's sick. Um... They pretended to be a thirteen-year-old girl and catfished
2: th- him. That's wild. Yeah, that man's that screwed. And I mean, and, and they caught him. That's that's the worst part for. Him. Yeah, mean, they caught him. That's that's very tough. It. That man's been on like,
1: YouTube going crazy for a while. EDP. Four, four, five, I
2: mean, even one of my friends said it was fake. But there's no way. There's no way that you get on. The there was website. so much.
1: I, I haven't watched the video, but there's probably so much evidence. I yeah they,
2: i don't I, I don't think there's any way that they can fake it to that to that degree
1: um span 2.7 million i haven't really watched anything from you know, really. um i don't know who he is you don't know who he is he's a guy He's that eagles fan who just like yells at everything basically oh, yes.
3: a football fan no, i definitely know them. <laughs> Um, don't be that blunt basketball terms. So bro, he, too.
1: he's he's the let me post a video from him. you'll, you'll probably recognize who he is. He's an internet oh, meme at this point. Like we just know this man. Uh, <laughs> this title is so fucking ridiculous. EDP four four five. Four months ago. The level of dick the Maybe Eagles
0: when, suck sucking.
1: <laughs> no, he literally hates on the Eagles. Like he's a Eagles fan, but like hates on them. <laughs>
3: a yeah. Lot. No. How are you a fan but you hate on your team? I mean, it's like, it's like being a I fan. Of a for,
2: I mean, you take a look at Knicks fans for, um, I'd say 2014 to like 2019. I think we all kind of just hated the Knicks front office without question. It was just everyone hated it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean it. it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a hatred, you know. Obviously, the next screwed this up all the damn time, and it just it happened so often that like we just kind of hated them. We just hate the front office, and I mean now now it's much better, but it was it was bad for those five six years.
1: Yeah, I mean the Raptors before um, what's
2: it called? The
1: Raptors before yeah, we died. got. It? Um, no, not even before Kawhi, before Damar and Kyle Lowry and all that. Even like when so uh, the Bosch Chris Bosch record. era, even before Bosch, like this was we were such that a dis- era that got dropped off. Andrea Bar- Dysfunctional hey. fun yeah, we were drafting Andrea Bargnani first overall. Uh, over I think Lamarcus Aldridge. Um <laughs> Oh, that's so that's tough. To be fair, Bulls that was just the uh, that was well, the dysfunctional franchise heat. era right there. Everybody just didn't want to be there. We lost Chris Bosh. Nah, you, you guys had a good logo. A good logo, good jerseys? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we had well, for us, man. jerseys,
3: it was... no, It bro. wasn't
1: the original ones. Talking about the I'm talking about 90s and shit. When the Raptors just became... We were Whoa. so dysfunctional. As a team. Looking back on those years, we, we had like three different coaches. Which is actually pretty good for a startup team. But yeah, I think every team has had like a dysfunctional era. I mean, we saw...
3: Yeah, every team's had like fall off and
1: stuff. Yeah, Lakers yes, had that. And, like, Lakers had that.
3: From like 2014 to like 2019.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when the, Lakers with, the entire franchise. Clippers from 19, from the first year uh, so AD to, to 2020. For 2,000 years, they've been horrible.
3: <laughs> They're never going to be good. Uh, Celtics from like the nineties. Bulls, Celtics,
1: yeah, they were pretty like, rough in the nineties. Bulls from the eighties uh, before MJ. No, Bulls yeah, just Bulls now, when Jordan wasn't there are dysfunctional.
2: Yeah, honestly, uh, that's pretty true. Yeah, no. Also, also by the way, the Celtics underratedly have been one of the unlucky teams in the past few years. I mean, you've hit, they've had so much talent, they just haven't been able to win, and it doesn't look like they're gonna be able to do so anytime soon. They usually so. lose to like the team that makes like, the conference finals are fine.
1: Yeah, a lot of things a lot of things are happening in the NBA man we could just see like looking at the standings um,
3: Lakers are who
1: would have guessed that mm-hmm. the Lakers would be the fifth seed and the injuries. Knicks would be the, the Hawks would be a top four seed Utah and Phoenix and would be the top two records in the NBA they're gonna um, fall
3: for the playoffs
1: who would have thought that Houston, the the Washington Wizards, Houston Rockets would be this horrible. Who'd have thought Nikola well, Vucevic would end up job. on the Chicago Bulls? Who would have thought yes, the Knicks would be in playoff contention with the Julius Randle Julius. actually flourishing? Um, there's been a lot of just they're doing so stuff. good that
3: Click actually likes him now. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, what else happened? Memphis is the eighth seed.
0: Memphis is a deep-ass <laughs> game. Memphis yeah, is a nice Memphis Memphis is underrated.
1: Lasted, but Dane
3: went Dane mode. Like, yeah, you did have a nice card game. Grizzlies are going to miss it
1: again. Grizzlies are pretty underrated. Desmond Bain might be one of the most underrated rookies.
0: I 40. don't even know if it's a reach at this point to say Jonas is better than Gerald this season. <laughs> mm.
3: okay. okay, buddy. I don't know. That's, oh, that's, that's a little...
1: Okay, that's buddy. Ease. Desmond Bain this season... Wow. We I wanted the Raptors to pick this guy uh, Desmond Bain, but we we just I think we just didn't pick him, which pissed me off. Um, wow. We took him. He went right after we picked Malik or Flynn. Um, that's tough. Mal- Flynn is good and all, but Desmond Bain at this season, ten points per game, three rebounds. That's cool and all, but he's shooting forty six percent from three on four attempts. Like he is just such a good sharpshooter, bro. But that would just help a lot of issues on any team, to be honest. Gorgie mm-hmm. Jang became a like a sharpshooter all of a sudden, shooting 40. Wait, wait, wait. I know what we can talk about.
3: The Beat's trying to make a comeback in the NBA.
1: The, one...
3: the, the Beat
1: guy. Who? The uh, oh the Beast. Hashim. Yeah. The Beat. Um, trying to make a comeback. The second overall yeah, pick important. in 2010? Me look I remember him being on the Grizzlies, I think. Two thousand and nine. he was he was drafted by the Grizzlies second overall. Yeah. Um Oh wow. Two thousand and nine. Huh? Such a bad god damn. Lots of season. He really
3: just fumbled the bag <laughs> there in that draft.
1: Three points per game, four rebounds in his rookie season. That was Could have
3: had a guy named Stephen Curry. That
1: was <laughs> James after Harvey. that. Yeah, that draft was that draft Hell, was even Damar.
3: everyone. Damar that was the draft so brain, when Pluto like was insane.
1: <laughs> like Pluto, when they got Rubio and Johnny Flynn before Stephen Curry, Jordan
0: Hill before <laughs> Demar Derozan. Um, I'm pretty sure they also passed on Jamal Murray. Oh yeah, you already said Jamal. I think.
1: And I Darryl didn't. Where's Jamal Murray? Go? <laughs> Jamal wrong Murray. You're in, you're in the wrong year, my guy. Oh. Yeah, I'm thinking... no. Oh wait, he's just Okay, okay. They, they the just remember,
3: to be fair, I'm, i don't why it went how it did because they passed on the and be hell.
2: They did pass on the ball, but they did get Anthony well, Edwards. One of the other, one of the big, one of the big Knicks mess ups was Curry. I think, I think, I, I think he said in an interview he wanted to go to the Knicks. He wanted to go to New York. The Warriors picked him right, before. and if the Knicks had him, man, my life would be so much better. I'll say that. Too. <laughs> but they also the Clippers
3: didn't this would be the worst day of my life.
1: What else happened mm-hmm. here? Um, Hashim, to be but was Timber picked before was James Harden. Uh, Russell Westbrook. OJ Mayo did have the potential, though. Like,
3: wrong here.
1: Let's give the, let's give the benefit of the doubt that OJ Mayo did have the potential.
0: They, they was also there. picked Shabazz Mohamed, one pick before Giannis.
1: Wait, that's just... Hey, Giannis was kind of a project player. He wasn't expected to be taken. Um, Giannis... remember think, when... Um, I'm, I'm going to look up a 2013 mock draft, just to check that. 2013 mock draft. Remember,
3: remember when the Raptors oh chose God. Marcus Canby over Kobe being Bryant? Kobe wasn't
1: anything back then, man. I'm sorry to hate. I started to break to you.
3: Well, look who became a... Any 2013 fan. mock draft,
1: bro. I'm looking at a 2013 mock draft. <laughs> These men had the top three being Nerlens Noel, Ben McLemore... And either Trey one. Burke, Otto Porter, or Anthony Bennett for the third pick. Fourth pick, some had Victor Oladipo, some had Alex Len. Um, that was like the fifty-sixth. Some people had Shabazz Muhammad before Michael Carter Williams and CJ McCollum. People had Victor Oladipo going ninth. Had Rudy Gobert going eleventh.
0: CJ 14th. Oh, no. Nah, nah. Look how this mock draft spelled Giannis's name. Oh Oh my god.
1: So, okay. Every mock draft had Giannis going 19, 21, 22, and 29. He was kind of a reach out of a pick. Like, people had them taking Alan Crabb at 15, bro.
3: I did Cool.
1: I did did too. Okay. That's kind
3: of. It's like of Butler, but with Giannis. It's. Alec-cubo.
0: and I they say thing. he is a hold on
1: oh a... <laughs> right, well mistress left um
0: it's been about they, always, they spoke at Tokubo for some reason <laughs> nobody knew who Dude, he was where?
3: who knows how to say that name
0: you know, what his, you know what his player comparison was in the NBA? Kobe. Hold on, let me guess. I'll give you a hint. Me- Trailblazers. Damn. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge? LaMarcus. Yeah. Bill Walton. No. Clyde. Uh uh
3: Clyde. Clyde
0: Drexler. Think role players. More recent. Rodney Hood.
3: N- Nicholas Batum.
1: Yes. Batu. Nicholas Batu. Bro, I just saw... Yeah. Bro, everybody we getting compared to Nicholas Batu in the draft. Bro, let me look up. Twenty twenty one I saw it last time. Last time I was looking at like twenty twenty one rookie um comparisons and I saw Nicholas Batum compared to like Scotty Barnes or Cade. It was one of them. One of them was compared to um what's it called? Um Let me find it. I think it was Cade Cunningham comparison. Grant Hill, yeah, that's actually a fair comparison. I think who else was, oh, I think it was hold on. Scotty. I think Scotty Barnes was compared to um Jabari Parker and Draymond Green. Was the most They were maybe? saying
0: Kelly Olynyk is better than Rudy Gobert.
1: Yeah, I guess in that draft he was, man.
0: I he wish better. he still was. I'll never forget my grudge for that. Yeah. Did Steven Adams going to the Boisers, which is... Not, he went also with that really well. I'm going to say Yeah,
1: we're just, we're just talking out of asses at this point in
0: the podcast. Um, yeah, for real. Yeah, we're, Players of the Week. It's, it's um, a It always ends like this, and it's the best part. Ah, uh,
3: yes, the first results, Bleacher Report.
1: What? Players Curry of the Week. Okay, Tw- Week 17 players of the Week. Curry and Julius Randle. Randle averaging 36, 8, and 6 this run. Curry in just this week has made 36 three-point shots just last this week. This week's
0: Player of the Week awards were great. You had the best player of all time to wear number 30, and then you had some guy named F for Indian Food. Indian
1: Food do be good, though. That, that Curry yeah, be hit. Yeah, I hand. know. What the hell, Curry? Curry
0: be hit. <laughs> Yes, I do.
1: Gravy. God. Thai curry. now, now I'm is. craving Thai curry. Fuck. Um. Damn, I'm so fucking. God damn it, I'm hungry, and I still have an hour till I can eat. This uh, is pain. Damn, this, this, is, this is real torture. Imagine
0: eating <laughs> food. Simply wait an hour. Yeah. Simply wait an hour. NBA.
1: What else is happening in this no. world? This sheet makes note to a possible what the how are these things okay? This is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What? The fact that this is leaked. This sheet makes note to a possible trade with the Patriots involving twenty twenty rookie QB Kevin. I mean, no, what I think Jordan Love, rumored to be from a G- Green Bay office. The details are the Patriots trading down from pick se- pick fifteen to acquire Love. The 29th pick and a fourth round pick.
3: Wait, you I just that. realized. How does that lead? The so Timberwolves draft Timberwolves drafted Ray. I they could have so. had Ray and Garnett.
1: True, true, true. That's crazy. Um,
3: damn. Garnett probably would never have to leave Minnesota.
1: That team would probably win a ring.
3: Well, I mean they had that face on Lakers and they probably would have lost, but no, I mean right. they would I they went to like conference finals, you know.
1: They would defeat them, bro. They would defeat them.
3: I mean, because if Shaq's better than KG, if Kobe's better than Ray, they're losing.
1: But it's what if Ray nice. is better than Kobe, though? Yeah, <laughs> but he isn't, I mean, I mean. Nah, I think I the mean, Lakers team was kind of stacked, they, too, though. How does yeah. that whole picture leak that you can literally see a whole trade thing? Look at that shit, bro. Oh, the
0: Jordan Love thing?
1: Yeah, look Wait, at that now shit. now I
0: got to do that. Why is this such a, a fuzzy photo at the, the same time? Timberwolves.
1: Anyway, um thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um We're making a all time all time draft for NFL stuff. We're trying to make a mock draft kind of thing of it. Oh. Like peak by peak. And um it's turning out to be very difficult to figure out twenty defensive ends to put on a list. You know what I'm saying? But we'll figure it out. Like we we got our we got our quarterbacks. We got our wide receivers. We're just hoping that we can you know what I'm saying figure that out. I thought it would be easy, but it's a lot harder than I expected. Anyway, thank you for yeah, that. It's... Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Thank you guys for listening to yeah. this episode of the Broken Spaceship Podcast. Every time we do this outro, I keep thinking we got to make you we got to put these on YouTube. You we got to post these on YouTube. We we should, just, why not, not? Yeah, we probably should. Let's start doing that. We again.
3: need money. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are just gonna Y'all money. better
1: say so we'll, we'll drop the link one time. Or we'll just drop the YouTube link. Tell you how to listen on there.
3: Um yeah, you simply listen
1: on to it. When we actually start posting on there, though you won't see anything from Broken Spaceship on YouTube today or tomorrow, or you might see one on Ever. Wednesday. <laughs> well I'll, maybe next podcast. I'll try to I'll try to get the channel up. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to Upload all the podcasts we've done. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, see you on the next one on Thursday. Hopefully, unless things get in the way. And, um, yeah, see you. Yeah.